TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here, and I tell you what, you wouldn't believe it. I have the king of Ikaria, Dr. Damien Christoph, live from Nas on the island where people forget to die. Great man, Kellen Spetter. Kellen Spetter, Yasus, Yasu. Piercy, I can't believe you called me the king in front of the queen. Like, that's well, a weird thing. I that's can a say weird the thing, king in front of the queen. I feel very uneasy about that being called King Charles right here in front of everybody, in front of the queen over here. But anyway, we're joined by the one and only. We are joined on the island where people forget to die, which has a very feminine energy. The mm. queen rules queen in UK because yeah. it is the most. The, the queen does rule. And the queen. We are so happy to have you back and to have you. Looking after us in our stay up, Penny, because welcome back to 100 Not Out. Thank you. It's good to be here with everybody. And I'm glad if you learned nothing else, what? you learned that women rule. Women, not rule. just the queen. Women rule. Well, I'm sure yesterday you said it's 50 50. What does well, that mean? Well, yeah, it's 50 50, but I, did you hear my son? Yanni, what he said about how the, the woman's the neck that turns the head? <laughs> did Yanni say that? Or yeah, he goes, it works together, but the neck actually turns the head. Right. The yeah. Woman is the neck. Yeah. Yanni said that. Yanni said that. He yeah. knows. Yeah. He's been brought up right. Yeah. Yes. He has. He's no, but we are equal. But it's still matriarchal. There is. There's a lot to talk about in this uh, episode, and I think we just start right there. Okay. Because this is our fourth time back in Ikaria, and we have notes and notes of new learnings, new insights, new yeah. conversations. We're going to talk about diet. We're going to talk about climate. We're going to talk about. Um, the natural world, we're going to talk about the fountain of youth and are people here looking for the, uh, the silver bullet. But let's talk about the social structure that continues to flourish in Ikaria. Um, can you give us an insight, because I don't think we've spoken about it much on our podcast before, about the role of women, which is a very hot topic in the world right now, about the role and the importance um, of women in the Ikarian culture? Okay. Um... Just before we do that. Can we, just, can we just do a yamas? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's do a yamas. Yamas, yamas. Why not? You like that, don't you? Mm-hmm. We really do. Mm. Because That's we delicious. love this delicious wine. Well. Delicious mm. wine, yes. Okay, so if you go back centuries, Ikari has always been an isolated island, right? And you had to work together. So the women played a very important role also. But my the men were gone a lot also. They'd be on the merchant marines, they'd be in other countries working, coming back and forth. So the women were on their own in charge of everything. Mm -hmm. But basically, my viewpoint is, we do have some chauvinists here. Mm -hmm. Not so many, but we do have. Um, But my personal opinion is, and in talking with other people, is that we're equal. Mm -hmm. It's a partnership. At the same time, though, when a woman puts her foot down, generally speaking, that's the final decision. Mm -hmm. It's about the mother, the female, you know, the the homekeeper, not not in the sense of washing dishes and cooking, but it's like the foundation. We would call it like in um, primitive terms, like the nest protector. Yeah. The one that is there to keep the nest safe, to keep yeah, the that's safe. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. 
We have a lot of women here who run businesses. Yeah. And it's considered perfectly normal and everything like that. They're not talked down to by men. We don't know the phrase men speak. Mm. That's about it, yeah. And uh, some of the, what, what we've also observed is in the family businesses here, that you see the women playing a really significant role. Like you said, it's not doing the dishes. It's actually a really active role. And it could actually be that they are doing the dishes, but there's a really active role. We just had a massage in Armonistis. Uh, where Lucy, Lucy. Yeah. Uh, that's her That's her shop, that's her business. That's her business. And her right. husband has another business or has another job. Um, and right. like what you're saying, that's considered very normal. He actually totally. doesn't. At the moment, he doesn't. And he's he's at the front and he helps her out, but he doesn't have any work at the moment. And you know what he, you said? What? But he doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went, Shame, to, huh? I went to a coffee shop this morning, Dimitri, Dimitrios? Dimitri, yeah. Dimitri was there. And who makes the coffee? There's the lady there. Uh, maybe. maybe his wife or his daughter. Yeah, maybe his daughter. And he was there, but it seemed like the daughter was running the show and he was there and kind of just doing it. And then there was a, a lady who walked in and she ordered the coffees for her and her husband. and was getting some pastries and things and Dimitri's getting those and his daughter's making the coffees. And the husband of the, of the wife walks in and she turns to him and she says, and I can only translate this from what I know of Greek, you don't need to be in here, go back outside. So he like went, all right, bang it is, boy, he walked straight back outside. I'm like, wow, this is unbelievable. Yeah, I do think there's nothing more incredible yeah. than a powerful feminine energy. Yeah. And I don't know how to say that these days without offending because in where we come from, Thayer, mm-hmm. you, it's almost bordering on illegal to talk about men and women in a, in a gender Context, we now have to. It's getting very confusing. It's getting very you confusing. You can't really have two genders these days. It's yeah. so confusing. So confusing. Let's not go into that this podcast. But the divine feminine. It's too hard. Yeah, the, too divine, hard. the divine feminine is well and truly flourishing in Canada, and we absolutely love it. We love it. It's, it's not that it. men are less, nothing like this, or that we're all powerful, or something like this. It's that there's. My, my husband was asked by a student, why don't you have chauvinism here? And my husband's reply, you know what it was? Well, we respect women, don't we? Mm-hmm. So it's respect. Wow, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. complicated. Yeah. It's not difficult to understand. It's equal footing, but there is an extra respect for women. Mm-hmm. We have to remember, where does life come from? Mm-hmm. The man. I mean, sorry. The <laughs> you are getting yourself. That's why I've got my husband to call this in Australia pissing in your pocket yeah. to watch the Padikos family function we now see Left Eddie's in the restaurant mm. you've now stepped away we see Yanni helping out where he does he's been incredible with us and then we see Ilya playing his role in the family on the land um, you're also social and giving of your energy but the mutual respect that you have within the family it's a mm. sight to behold and a lot of families as simple as that may sound a lot of families do not have that and I think that's what we love about Ikaria is the lessons are so simple, but they may not be easy for a lot of people to oh, learn. That's interesting. Because it's confronting to go, oh, there's some cultural issues in my family. Or maybe it's even in the social construct. You know, there are many people around the world that have friends that don't bring out the best in them. Mm. Right. Uh, what we right. would call, you know, toxic friendships and so on. But in Ikaria, it's almost as if that culture isn't even allowed to exist. You mentioned that word respect. Um, we don't seem to have, again, talking very generally, um, 
relationships that don't have a lot of respect are still somehow socially tolerated. And that's something that wouldn't pass muster on your career. Relationships that don't have respect. Can I, can I give a two cents? Yeah. What is two cents in euro? Is it just two cents? Like a nickel? <laughs> that's American, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's an nickel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that anyway. Yeah, so it's, you know, pretty much three cents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I recognise here is there's very little competition between the sexes. Mm. So there's a competitive environment. Like women are trying to claw back what they haven't had for years in Australia, right? Yes. We haven't had yes. equity or equality for mm-hmm. years. And so we're clawing it back. And in order to do that, it's going to be uncomfortable for you guys at the moment, which is a very competitive thing. Mm. Right? And guys are going, we don't want you to have that. We want you to be equal. Why are you getting more now when we just want to be equal on an equal you know, footing? You know, like, and so there's, it's not about respect. It's about competition is what's happening in Australia. And so where you talk about, well, we just respect each other. Like you, just because you're a man or a woman makes no difference. You have, you know, different. As a person, as a human being, definitely. Is, you have different roles maybe in the creation of life and that's about it, right? And then everything else is mutual respect. Mutual respect. Yeah. Whereas in Australia and in the US, we're trying to meet gender diversity goals for corporations and boards and all this sort of stuff like you go well because you're a woman um and he's a middle-aged male who's white you you fit an inclusiveness or a diversity component that we're trying to achieve and so you get the job over someone who might have more skill and i know i'm saying this and it's going to ruffle some feathers but it should really be born out of respect Mm -hmm. not born out of competition to try and bring about equal and evenness and and this can be done in sport and in analogies of sport we see this uh and i i get i used to get frustrated watching aussie rules footy and this might mean not much to you but there's a a a a rule where an umpire a referee can give a free kick to the other team and i used to always think that a fair game meant that both teams got a similar amount of free kicks and and that's not how life would work like life would work um if there was just respect, but in this case, it's not that it's, it, it, you don't need to get more free kicks in order for the game to be fair. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So it's got to be out of respect, and you guys do it. Like, and we don't have that. That's really interesting. We, we've got a competitive environment. I think we have it made because we're equal. Yeah. But at the same time, we're protected. Yeah. If that makes sense, I know if I'm stuck on the middle of the road. Any man who drives by and sees me as a woman is going to stop and help me. And I'm totally safe. Mm-hmm. I have no fear. I know that they're going to open the door for me or they're going to watch out for me. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not condescending. No. It's, it's all out of respect. I don't think it's ever meant to have been condescending. You know, but no, but a lot of women I know see, that now. see it yeah. in a different way. Like, oh, because you're a man, you, you know, and I'm But a I can't take and, care of myself. Yeah, you, you know, know I can't open the door. Yeah. I think it's just so, courtesy. Yeah. But I have to chivalry. be honest. Yeah, why should that be dead? Well, chivalry, you know? chivalry is yeah, on the yeah way highly out. offensive to some people these days. I think it's wonderful. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, I, I love it. it. We would both like to think of ourselves as chivalrous yeah. males, but yeah. why not? Why shouldn't we have a little bit of special treatment? Yeah. Correct. In a good way. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. But it's all about respect and esteem. Yeah. You know. May I do, may I say one thing though? Yes. I have talked to a lot of young guys from the states. And they find it very confusing what their roles are expected to be. Mm-hmm. These days. One yeah. young man had happened by a funeral that was happening. 
he didn't stop or anything like that, but he said to me, I saw grown men holding each other and crying. And I said, yeah, of course. And they're not embarrassed about it? I said, no, they're very comfortable with themselves to show emotions, to be strong, to be weak, to be gentle, to be emotional. It's all part of who you are, right? Yeah. And they're comfortable in their skins. Yeah. He goes, wow, that's really interesting because I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true. This is just a few impressions I've gotten talking from certain young people. But it seems like the, the, this generation of young men is also confused. Well, there's a number of, like, almost feels like outliers when we talk about, it's funny that we've stumbled across this conversation about men and women and female and male, but we were at the Panigiri last night in Amanistis. There's over 500 people there. Uh, not one police, uh, uh, not one police man or woman. Yep. No security. Um, Nothing. No. And that seems strange to you, doesn't well, it? Well, because <laughs> in, in Australia, in the Western world, yeah. uh, you talk about crime yeah. and then you talk about domestic violence. Uh, which a lot of the time is men assaulting women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I said to the attendees we had with us last night, like this is like the nightclub for the young. For the young. So there's a number of different dances. You've got some, some dancers, there's older um, people dancing, others there's younger, others there's a big mixture. Yeah, we were seeing three, maybe even four generations all sitting at a table. So you've kind of got the nightclub, but then it's almost like the pub where it's like the big family space as well. Yeah. But in many countries, the nightclub is where crime often begins on a Saturday oh, night. Yeah, okay. You know, that because there's yeah. two guys fighting over one girl or there's been, you know, it could be two girls having a big drunken fight. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So this... This culture of respect seems to infiltrate through all the layers of what we might call problematic parts of our culture. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So do you feel like as Icarians that you're aware of this or would you say that you're in this Icarian bubble where it's just so normal for you that it just seems so ghastly that we would have these types of problems or challenges that we have in our country? The thought of having police at a festival, at a Baniyiri, is appalling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. First of all, we know everybody. We're a very close-knit community. There might be a fist fight between two guys. That can happen anywhere. We don't consider that such a big deal, but somebody will break them up. But that's where it would, that's the beginning. Community members would break them up. We're not talking about violence, violence, okay? We're not talking guns, knives, we don't have this issue here. But I think because we're such a close-knit community and we're at these festivals to have fun and to support the village having the festival, that it's a, and it's a completely different mindset. And you have to remember also, Icarians pace themselves. We don't have the, we don't have this thing, I'm drinking to get drunk. Yeah, you don't do drunk. No. You do tipsy, but we you do don't tipsy. do drunk. Yes. Mm-hmm. We love that. We love tipsy. Yeah. Marcus tipsy is tipsy day. quite a lot. <laughs> Check this out. Now... I, I'm interested in this a lot because there's always a police presence in Melbourne. Okay. Everywhere you go, everywhere you look, you go to the supermarket, you go to the train station, you're driving down the street, you go get two litres of milk, there's a police presence. I take my child to basketball, there's a security guard at the basketball stadium. Security guard at the basketball stadium, you know, just in case. That's that's how life is now. It's kind of getting away. Yeah, definitely not here. Yeah, so I think it's become more heightened as people's tempers have uh, risen and the last few years we've seen in, certainly in Melbourne, um, a lot of hatred and a lot of division um, has crept into our society. Division, whether you're right or wrong, you vote blue or red or now teal. Um, people are very 
um, black and white in their opinion, right or wrong, good and bad. And as a, as a result of that, there's, there's a lot more policing required because people are more violent. They don't know how to express themselves. Have you noticed since COVID that the island's changed at all? No. Not no, really. we... That we would be divided, you mean? Yeah, we divided. No. no? No, when things when things become difficult, we tend to retreat into ourselves, mm-hmm. into our communities, into our families. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We come together. We don't... Split up. Don't yeah, split we don't up. split up. You we don't come divide. together. Yeah. No, no, no. When things are hard, I carry it's come together. Yeah, I love totally. that. Totally, totally. See, so band together, not divide and conquer. No, no. You come together to conquer. You get through adversity. We may have personal issues with each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. That doesn't have any bearing on anything where people, of course, we're going to argue or I might not care for somebody, yeah. but that doesn't have any bearing on anything. When things are hard, we come together. Yeah. Totally. Which is very different to what we saw happening in Australia. You know, we would see people wearing a mask and they're wearing a mask on one side of the road because there's one other person walking towards them. They'd cross over the other side of the road <laughs> so that they could avoid them. And people, as a result of having a mask, didn't have to say hello to anybody. And so as a result, like the government was saying, dob in your neighbour if they're doing the wrong thing. Call us up, let us know. We'll send the police around. So we saw on Facebook a pregnant woman have her door kicked in by the police, dragged to the ground, arrested, dragged out of her house, handcuffed while she was pregnant because she was dogged in by her neighbour. Community spirit. Community oh spirit. my gosh. Yeah, this is like people, this is the oh government. Gosh. Oh, Government is- turned the people on the people. This is what the government did. And they got away with it and continued yeah, to get away the, with you it. You know, there's the people, though, too. I'm sorry, but, you know, we fall for, we fall for it, unfortunately, out of fear. Mm. We do. And, and that is a cultural question that I think we could definitely unpack as well. We've done a good job at bringing up some controversial topics. So on yeah. the, on the to, to conclude this episode, I would love to... Are we concluding now? Just No, just this one episode oh, because we're going to have another conversation. No, it's okay. Really, yeah. No, no. That doesn't, no we've, we've got so much to talk we've about. Still got some wine. We're going to make this a double episode. Okay. So, so no panic, no fear. Piercy. Um, right. So we've spoken about gender. We've spoken about COVID. Climate change Climate is change. a massive conversation in our country and in many other countries around the world. We are here in early June. Last time we were here in 2019 was late, it might have been September, I believe. Um, we have been gobsmacked by the change in the island, in the natural space. We went to walk to Angels Falls yesterday. We thought we knew this place. We knew where to cross the river. We knew where to climb the rocks. And we actually had to split up into a retreating group that went back to the beach to relax and into another group that just got their Tarzan on and found a way to Angels Falls because the climate had changed so much. The locals are talking about the wind and the chill and the rain and the unpredictability. Do you converse about that as, oh my gosh, climate change is here? Or do you converse about that as, well, the weather can be unpredictable. It's been, it's been you know, like this for centuries. Where do you and the, um, That's a good question. and your, you know, friends sit on? Um, we see the weather progressively changing. Okay, and I can say this because I remember my father-in-law saying to me some years ago that he doesn't go by the seasons anymore. He can't. Mm-hmm. But we're having we're having weather right now. I mean, it's raining outside for mm-hmm. God's sakes. It's been mm-hmm. gloomy for two days. We had high winds two days before that. The winds say, okay, Ikari is known for wind. But the rain, this kind of weather, I have never seen this in June. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this. 
We've had mild winters where we were swimming until after Christmas comfortably. Is it climate change or just changes in the weather? Well, that's the question. Where do you sit? So, in your 50 years of life, I love it. You've never seen this. I'm only 45. He calls me 50. She's terrible. You never say a woman's age. I thought I paid you a compliment. <laughs> she just got you back. I thought I paid you a compliment. Anyway, go in ahead. Your, in your 35 years just, of age. I'm right? actually over 50. Yeah. Really? No Damien. You don't look it. Anyway, so in your 35 <laughs> years of age, have you never seen a wet June? I have never seen a wet June in Icaria. Right. It might have a day of overcast or it might be a light sprinkle. I've seen it rain in September. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kind of consistent weather mm-hmm. through May and June, no, I haven't seen this before. Okay, so what I want to say is that when we were walking through the ravine, walking yes. through the, the the valley towards Angel's Falls, mm-hmm. what I noticed was the extreme amount of growth. So extreme amount of growth, like massive trees, things that weren't there seven years ago. Like we go back seven years ago to 2016 and we're taking videos of, of the ravine Barren, no, no trees, we're nothing. On the swing. We're on the swing. We're on the swing, and we're watching. We did a slow motion, like a of the of the sun, kind of chasing us up the ravine, right? Oh, yeah. And and there's there's no trees like in there. And now when you go in there, there's trees that are fully established. There's oleander all over the place. There's I think it's the oak trees. Is the trees that are in there? But whatever it is, it's really dusty. And then there's like multiple different streams kind of coming through. And we're here literally one week different mm. to what we were in 2016. Mm-hmm. Like one week different to 2016. There's more trees. There's more frogs with crabs. There's more lizards. There's that's more, good. There's all of this incredible biodiversity that's growing in this area. And, and I'm interested because I wonder whether or not the fertility of the island is embracing climate change and we've got to get our head around it or is climate change going to be a big deal and a problem for Ikaria are you you struggling growing your food are you struggling getting crops going what's happening here um you're always at the mercy of nature Mm -hmm. for example i remember one year we had very strong winds that lasted three days, the wind, and it took off the new fruit from the trees. Sure. And it was all on the ground. So that year there was no apricots, for example. Sure. That can happen. That can happen. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah. The gardens and everything right now are behind because of the it's been cold later than it normally would have been. What you see in the valley could also be a result of the natural progression after we had a really, really terrible storm. I want to say 2010, it took all the plane trees from the river. And that's what that's what those trees are. It's plane trees. Mm-hmm. That's why we're all going mental with hay fever and asthma. And yes. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. Wow. You, oh, I wish I would have known that. It was incredible. Like, it was incredible. Like, the whole walk back, they were all sneezing and mucus itchy and eyes scratchy and Damien, and you <laughs> suffered for no reason well no it was it was fascinating because we we got covered in this dust there was a dust right and um and we literally all walked through and then i had a sneeze and everyone else behind me had a sneeze and there was some wheezing and coughing and so we said how good's this and then um the, the guy who was was with us ian said um 
Yeah, this is fantastic. I feel awesome, except for my itchy skin, itchy eyes, runny nose, and bronchospasm, you know. It's like, it's like, <laughs> otherwise, that's not Otherwise, it's not like, you know, it's so funny. And so it's plain trees. That makes so much sense. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. That makes so much sense. Anyway, so they're so, coming back. And that got all torn apart, like, in 2010? In 2010, we had a really, really, really terrible storm. Terrible storm. And what we thought was, like, rocks or something that we heard at night was the trees breaking from the water. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so, it was really, we all went out the next day and we were, total, we were in total shock, total shock. But anyway, it's taken them a while. It's not like it was, but you see more oleander and yeah. the animals, like you say, and things like that. Yeah. So it could be a natural progression, but also we've had such a wet spring that the greens that should be kind of like drying out are just getting bigger and yeah. bigger. People have cut three times so far this year. Wow. We're usually one time's enough. And the Angels Falls, I'll tell you this that I noticed, was that even though there seems to be more water and more fertility throughout the whole of the ravine, Angels Falls was much shallower. Like it was shallow. It and be. it was much smaller. So let's say, for example, you know, from a perspective, and it's hard to talk about this on a podcast, if if it was the size of this room once upon a time, mm-hmm. it's now less than half the size of this room in terms of the oh. water volume. No, in terms of like the size. Oh, that's the, the yeah. Um, the, like the kind of the circumference and, and, and the, the surface area. But now also from a depth perspective, where it used to be seven or eight feet deep, it's now only four or five feet deep. That could be. That could be. But there seems to be so much water. So it looks like there's lots of shift and change going on in the island. And There is a lot of shift and change, definitely. Yeah. But you're not panicking about climate change. I'm not going to – I'm not panicking, no, because it is what it is. You kind of cope with it and do what you adjust know, accordingly. Adjust accordingly because you can't control it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Well, and one more thing. Yep. I compared another photo from 2019 when we were we found a little pool, a rock pool, and I compared the photo of the rock pool from 2019 to 2023. Yes. And the water level is exactly the same in the rock pool, exactly the same. So different flows. Exactly the same water level. You can see it on the rocks. It's unbelievable. Wow. Anyway, I just want to say that all this shift and change. Interesting. Yeah. David Attenborough, Mark 2, to my right. He loves it. Mm. He loves it. Mm. Are you happy to hang around for one more episode? Yeah, I'm okay. We would love to ask you about the vegan diet. We would love to ask you about people coming here still for the Fountain of Youth. We've got a few more hard-hitting questions. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. For sharing your wisdom as always. Damo, thank you. Mm. For your hard-hitting questions. Hard-hitting. He has, well, he asks questions, has some hard-hitting, hard-hitting insights. I think you have the wisdom, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's our responsibility, guys. Yeah. It's our mutual respect. Wow. Oh, yeah. I taught you something. I know. We're listening. <laughs> uh, to everyone who has enjoyed this episode, you will love next week's edition of 100 Not Out. Thank you for your company, as always. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. Bye-bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.